Okay. Oh boy, great. Batman and Robin. All right. <clears throat> I'm not saying who's who. I'm just saying Batman and Robin. Okay. So <clears throat> let's um, let's do a little bit of a review. We're going to review a little bit, clarify certain points. It's always important to learn something once and then to think about it. It comes a little bit more clear. Anytime you're learning, I mean, when it comes to, say, Dafyomi, you don't really have that opportunity, unfortunately. <clears throat> but part of learning, and everybody should have some limud during his week in the manner that he can learn it. And he's not in a rush to go to the next. He could come back the next day and chazer it over, think about it. You never know what a Kodesh Baruch is going to put into your head. I have that almost every single week. We learn something. Stuff comes out during the Chabura. And then the next Sunday morning, when I start to think about what's going to be this week, I always go back, new things come in, there's some percolation going on. It's a verb. I made it up. <clears throat> so let's, let's clarify some points from last week, <clears throat> and then we'll move on. So last week's <clears throat> sugya is why do good people suffer? Why do bad things happen to good people? So what's the... I don't even want to say what's the answer. The answer is... It's not even a question. Right? It's not a question. Hatsur, Tomim, Paolo. Kadesh Baruch the rock, is Tomim. He's whole in his actions. Hashem runs every single event for the best. There's no, there's no question. That's true bitachon that we strive to get to that point. Now, if a person would get to that place, if we could, <clears throat> which is the proper way of thinking. We are currently holding on... It's 95. Gematria Haman. We have to get ready for Purim. All Purim is about Bitochem. We'll get there. We spoke about this last year. We'll get back to it. Now, each person, according to his madrig of where he's holding in this world to Bitochem, that he's trying to get to, it should hopefully... Each person is different. There are no rules. But it should lessen his stress, his anxiety, his anger, his frustrations. If, if one was able to take that idea that a Kaddish Baruch is running this event, and it's for the best, and he's able to download it through his Chachon, Bina, and Das, so there's a download it through Chazring over, learning about it, davening for help, working on it, <clears throat> and if it hits his heart, the place of the feelings, stress, anxiety, worry, anger, then it should minimize those feelings. Right? Correct? If it was working, you wouldn't have to come to class. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I hope no one comes next week. <clears throat> however, however, what this does not say is that if a person can understand through his bitachon, that a Kaddish Baruch is good, and there's a reason, not a reason, there's the, the reason is a Kaddish Baruch is good, and there's, there are people who suffer in this world. That should never, ever, interfere with my feelings towards this person. There's been Adam L'Makom, there's been Adam L'Atzmo, and there's been Adam L'Chavero. Ben Adam L'Makom, Kaddish Baruch is running this event, and it's for the best. Ben Adam L'Atzmo, Therefore, I don't need to be stressed. I don't need to be anxious. I don't need to be worried. I don't need to be angry. Okay? 
than on the atzma. Now, what about that guy? The person who's suffering. There is a person who's suffering. We're not saying there's no suffering. Of course there's suffering. Well, Mr. Sufferer, I, it's for your best, so I guess deal with it. Mr. Sufferer, if you'd have more bitachon, well, then you probably wouldn't suffer. Why don't you, uh, you know, learn shabbat bitachon? Here, I'll buy you a copy. You know what we call that? It's called rishis. That's, that's total rishis. That's how you... Where are your, where are your midos? Where is your understanding? What, what do you mean? I thought you just told me it's for the best. So, what, so tell the guy it's for the best. No, no, no. Our avod of bitachon, that's between us. is now how do you relate to another person? No se ba'olam chavero. Take upon that person's pain as your own. If we wouldn't, if we would have need the highest level of bitachon, so then we wouldn't need midos. We wouldn't need no se ba'olam chavero. We shouldn't need chesed. Why should I help that poor guy? Hashem wants him to be poor. So why should I help this guy? Let, let, him, uh, let him be cleansed so he has a bigger por- portion of Olam Haba. Yeah. So that wouldn't make any sense. But there's a mitzvah of chesed. There's a mitzvah of Nosebo Mchaveru. There's a mitzvah of Rachmanus. Arvus. So obviously, Ben Adam Mchaveru is different rules. So I want to get that clear. We're learning Ben Adam Lomakom, Ben Adam Laatzmo. Our relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and then how we relate it back to ourselves. That's the sugya that we're dealing with, Bitachon, the whole Sefer. How we then relate to others is a whole other world. It's a whole, that takes other svarim. But I will tell you for sure that a person who has the proper Ben Adam Lomakom, truly, is a normal person, he'll be able to relate to another person with more Rachmanus. He'll be able to know Sebaom Chavero with this person better, take upon that person's plight like his own, be empathetic, sympathetic, pick your thetic. He'll be able to have Rachmanus. He'll be able to come to a place of Chesed. Right? No Sebaom Chavero, Das, Rachmanus, heart, and then Chesed. You can be able to do it with your hands. <coughs> if you're aligned properly. That's by definition. That is? It's by definition that it must be so. If you have the proper way out of the makom, then this one is Hamakom's child, and therefore I have to take care of him. If you have it properly set, then you will. But right? by definition, it must be so. Could you repeat what you just said? You gave a list of three things. I'm sorry, I couldn't write anything. <coughs> in the, in the bain, after the Bain Adam the makom, the Bitachim, and the Bain Adam Laatzmo, one's own emotional state is corrected and calmed to some degree. Now, when we go to Bain Adam Lechavero, we could have three levels. I was just throwing that out. This takes an entire, you know, months of work. But there's a sugi called No Se Ba'olam Chavero, where you understand that this person, that you have to take upon this person's plight as your own. You bring it into your heart, which is the sugi called Rachmanus, right? To allow your heart to be open to feel another person's pain. And then to do acts of chesed. It's a whole system. It's a whole system flow. But that's in the world of Midos. I just want to point out that our Bitochen should never, ever infringe on our Midos. Adrav, it should make our Midos better. And if you see that you're becoming numb to other people's pain because of your Bitochen, there's a problem. There's a problem. We have to then, we got to work it out. So if you see that happening, let's ask. See something, say something, you know? Or don't feel something, say something. I don't understand the connection as, as you're describing or Moshe's describing. I learned, you know, this is the use for apicorsis. 
you don't say God is doing this, it becomes your responsibility. So I understand, I've learned about chesed, I understand, but I don't understand this because when you say love somebody as yourself, I can't look at that guy suffering like I look at my own suffering. It's not as my own. My own, I would give all these riots. Oh, it's for the best. So that's why it gets a little. It's not so, so push. So we'll talk. We can talk. We'll talk about it afterwards. I'm just saying it's not so push. That's okay. It's a default setting. We're learning. And if you things aren't so. Home, then we'll, you're going to be nice to the next guy. I understand. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. <clears throat> now, what happens if you don't have that first level? You're watching the person suffer, and you say no. Hakadosh Baruch Hu has His the best heart. intentions. And therefore, you can properly align yourself. What happens if not? So the Chavos Lovos taught us last week. Well, then you need reasons. Why is this person suffering? Well, maybe he sinned, and therefore he has to suffer. Maybe this is to help his Olam Haba. Maybe this is to help show his righteousness to other people, his righteousness to himself. We had all the reasons. Now, <clears throat> that's okay. That, that's legitimate. But there are pitfalls with that. Because imagine you see a person suffering and then you start to think, well, why is this person suffering? He's such a tzaddik. It doesn't make any sense. And then you think, oh yeah, the Chosel has taught us maybe because he, he sinned. That's a legitimate reason, according to the Chosel, maybe because he sinned. And then what could happen next if you're not properly aligned? Yeah. He was once not nice to me also. Yeah, he's not as perfect as everybody thinks he is. What's going to start? All your opinions. Opinions. Your crooked opinions, not you, Chazrom, maybe mine, could start to flood into a person's head. Why should I help this guy? Yeah, Taka. Maybe a Kurdish boy who wants him to get a bigger piece in Olam Haba, I don't need to, I'm not going to help him. Let a Kurdish boy who give him a bigger piece in Olam Haba. A lot of stuff could start... When you, so, you start to go into the world called reasons, Tame Hadover, well, then it becomes very confusing which reasons are from the Chavos of Avos and then which reasons are coming from my own self. It can get confusing. We don't even know what we think about during the day. It's not always so nice. You hear something bad about a person? Hmm. What's your first thought? Really, but Emma's, what's your first time? Now, it could be depending on, depending on the person. If it's a person's kid versus a person's next-door neighbor. What's your first thought? It's not so passionate. I'm not asking anybody to reveal that. Most people probably don't even know what their first thought is. Because they'll deny it. Because they'll, they can't even believe that they think like that. But once you go into that world, it's a dangerous world. I'm just letting you know. Chavuzvos did not want to give reasons. He says... If I have to give reasons for people, I will. But he didn't want to. That's what he said. The im kol With all this, I see that I have to still explain to people. Fine. But just know that the lower way is going to it can come into trouble. Now, at the end of last week, we ended off a tikkun. We're not all holding at the highest level where we could see something happening and say, "Kadosh Baruch is best." I'm totally calm. It's okay. We're not holding there. We need sometimes we need reasons. But we discussed that, so we get the end, which was the surprise ending. What's the tafkid? What's the tachlis? What's the purpose of all the reasons that the Chavos of gives us to understand why people suffer? 
Maybe he sinned. Maybe he's getting a bigger piece of Olam Haba. Maybe it's to show the world about a righteous tzaddik who clings to a Kaddish Baruch Hu even when he's in pain, which we do get inspiration from these people. What was the reason for all this? It's to answer up our question. How could it be that a Kaddish Baruch was making this person suffer? That's our question. The answer is, there are good reasons. There are reasons. Therefore, Hashem really is doing it for His best. Right? The question is, how could a Kaddish Baruch make somebody suffer? It doesn't make any sense to me. Looks like it's not doing good for him. The answers are, all the answers come to answer and say, no. There are reasons why this could even be for this person's best. Therefore, a Kaddish Baruch Hu is good and he means well. Right? And therefore, what are the answers trying to bring us to? Emun and Bitochan. Therefore, I should trust that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is good. All the reasons we have are, are supposed to lead us back to that Akadosh Baruch who's running the situation and he's good. And what are the reasons, what are the reasons doing? Why is this person suffering? So we give a reason X. So what's that supposed to do? It's just supposed to be like, oh, okay, I get it now. That's how most people take it. But that's not the tachlis. The tachlis is the reason is to explain why Akadosh Baruch would make this person suffer and still Akadosh Baruch really is good. Because this person deserved it. Whatever the reason is. So that's the tikkun. If you go into the world of reason, make sure that the reasons have the end. There's a gemar. There's a sof. Maybe this person needs a, a bigger portion of Olam Haba and therefore a Kaddish Baruch is good. Does everybody understand what I'm saying? It's very, very important. This Chabur is sponsored Rufur Shleim and Michal Ben Shulamas. I forgot. Does it make sense to everybody? I, per, I, maybe this, what you said before, maybe the same answer, but it only gives me less sensitivity when you see bad things happen and you know it's for the good. You're less sympathetic with the problems of the world. You say God's running the world, it's all good. I understand there's an earthquake. I understand that this is hungry. I understand the children die. I understand that people get murdered because it's all for the good. So I don't understand how it necessarily makes you more sensitive. The an- very simple answer, and we could discuss this later, if not for now, is it's, you're, it's very superficial how you're understanding. It's very superficial. Oh, it's for the best. Okay, let's move on. That's No, that's, you took 20 reasons and put <clears throat> it into your head over 10 years. So it's, it's not very simple. It's relatively simple to, to God, but it's still you've done your hishtaglis, you learned for 10 years, you heard this, this okay, stuff. We'll, we'll discuss that after, because okay. it seems like it's a prat in you that we have to, well, we could talk about it, it's fine. No problem. I hope it's not just me. I want to join the conversation. Okay, so then we could join afterwards. I feel like it's going to get a little nitty-gritty and we have to stay on, we got to stay on, on focus, on, on part here. Okay. <clears throat> now, let's move on to the, to, to the next, the next chilek. The next chilek on page 95 we're going to just read straight through the reasons, because again, this is just a list of reasons that if a person needs to understand why wicked people prosper. <clears throat> okay, let's, let's, read the, let's, let's read the list here. Until now, 95, until now the author has been offering explanations for why the righteous suffer. Now he turns to discuss why we find that many wicked people prosper and lead pleasant lives. But the good may, that God, may he be blessed, performs on behalf of the wicked are for the following reasons. 
There are some wicked people who prosper due to their previous good deeds, for which God rewards them in this world, which is an opposite of what we had before. Right? So even Rishon sometimes do good things. We spoke about Haman, right? What happened to Haman's grandchildren? He became like Siddiqim in Bnei Brak, right? Or was it Bnei Brak? Yeah. How did that happen? What happens to be, what did, what did Haman do? What does the Gemara say? When he took the ring off Ahasuerus' finger, he sparked a national tshuva greater than all the 48 Nevi'im. I didn't say that the Gemara says that. Now, he had to die and be hung. He was a Russian Marusha. But something good came out of what he did, so therefore, something good came out of what he did. We don't know the Cheshbonos. As the verse states in, in uh, Devarim, and he repays those who hate him to their face to cause them to perish. There's a little bit of different reason in Haman. But sometimes the Kaddish Baruch gives good to the Russia in this world in order to destroy him, which one of the earlier commentators, Unculus, translated as follows. And he rewards those who hate him and for the good deeds that they have performed before him in this world in order to ultimately destroy them in the world to come. So Kaddish Baruch has a reason why he would give bad people good things. Hashem does not withhold reward from anyone for the mitzvahs that they perform. Nevertheless, Hashem chooses to reward the wicked for their good deeds in this world so that they will not need to be rewarded in the world to come. Number two. There's some wicked people whose good fortune is like a deposit to be kept by him. And it remains with him until... God will give him a righteous son who will be deserving of it. So this, this Russia has all this money because eventually it's going to go to his little tzaddikal son. So we can't ask questions because there's a reason. The wicked person only amasses wealth so that his righteous son can inherit it. As the verse states, he will prepare and a righteous man will wear them. Similarly it states, but to the sinner he has given an occupation to gather and to accumulate to give to him who is good before God. But it really bothers us as long as he's enjoying his wealth before we say a little tzaddik son, right? It's, it's not so simple. In this case, the reason why the wicked person is given wealth is solely due to the fact that his son will be righteous and thus deserving of inheritance. Sometimes the wealth of the wicked, although superficially positive, is actually the cause of their downfall, as the author continues. It is possible that the wicked person is given good so that it will be the main cause for his death or his bad fortune. As it is written, riches kept by their owner for his harm, and they bring down on the bottom, riches, you see this on the bottom on page 97, Rashi on this verse offers the example of Korach, <coughs> whose wealth, the cause for his haughtiness, ultimately led to his being swallowed by the earth. Korach was one of the wealthiest, but that led to his demise. This is Haman and Mordecai. What? What's Mordecai? This example... Oh, the house, yeah. The, 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 the Megillah makes a big deal, a very big deal at the end. The house of Haman went to Mordechai and said, the house of Haman, like four times it says it. It's an interesting Nekudah, yeah. It's, it's for sure this. It's probably deeper stuff too, but... Additionally, it's possible that despite being wicked, the Creator allows him to have good fortune for a while until he repents and will be deserving of it. As you know from the story of King Menashe. 
So you see this guy, this very wealthy person. He's got all the covered. He's got all the good stuff going on. And he's a Russia, Marusha. Don't be upset. It could be he'll do tshuva in 30 years. That's hard to swallow. But if you want to go with the world of reasons, these are the reasons. In certain cases, where the wicked person will eventually repent, Hashem allows him a good fortune even before he repents, as we see with King Menashe of Yehuda, although he was so wicked that he caused massive idolatry among the Jewish people in his kingdom, right? he was going straight against the Kaddish Baruch Hu, Hashem did not remove his kingdom from him. Kaddish Baruch Hu waits with Savlanus. He waits, he waits. Because Hashem knew that he would ultimately repent, as is recorded in Divrei Hayyam. Okay, a little bit more. There are some wicked people who might be given good fortune due to an act of kindness that his father performed. Or maybe we could add in parentheses, maybe in a different Gilgul. That he did something in a different Gilgul and now he's getting the benefit of it. <clears throat> and therefore, <clears throat> it is fitting for Hashem to be kind to the son as a result. So many reasons. We don't know why. In this case, the person is rewarded for his ancestors' good deeds, right? Bubby's tear, teared Tehillim, helped. How many people come back to Yiddishkeit? <coughs> we don't know. A number of verses are now quoted as proof that Hashem rewards a person's children for the good deeds of their ancestors. Kamosh Amr Yehu ben Nimshi ben Erevim, Yeshu l'chal kisa Yisrael, v'amr m'shalik b'sumo tzadik ashri b'anav achra, page 98, we say that every day, or whenever you eat bread. As Hashem said to Yehu, the son of Nimshi, just uh, as a point of, of reference, Yehu, he says in the bottom, Yehu was a righteous king of, of Israel. Right? When, when ten, the, the kingdom split up, ten tribes on one side, Israel, Yisrael, and the other two, Benjamin Yehuda were on the other side, so Yisrael wasn't so good. King Ahav, they had some, some chever, wasn't wasn't appropriate, but Yehu was one of the righteous kings <clears throat> who destroyed King Ahav, and as a reward, he was promised that four generations of his descendants would be kings. I don't think that they were good kings, though. But still, you get a reward. As Hashem said to Yehu, the son of Nimshi, your descendants of the fourth generation shall occupy the throne of Israel, and he who walks innocently is righteous, fortunate are his sons after him, even if they're Rishon. Similarly, it says, I was young, I also aged, and I have not seen a righteous man forsaken and his children seeking bread. We say this every time we eat. So, that, 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 sh- that child might be a Russia. doesn't say over here he's a good child. The father is a tzaddik. The righteous man is not forsaken, but his children, I don't know what they are. We say this every time we eat. We just said it on Shabbos a few times. I have to believe it. Okay, and the last one. <coughs> there's some wicked people who Hashem make prosper for the purpose of testing who is pretending to be righteous to deceive others and who is hiding their wickedness out of fear of other people. When these people see the success of the wicked, 
they hastened to turn away from the service of the Creator, which they were obviously pretending to do, and try to appease the wicked and learn from their ways. If the wicked are prospering, and I'm really a wicked guy in hiding, I don't need to go with God anymore, I'll just go with these guys. As a result, it will become clear which people are wholehearted in their service of Hashem, and which are, are truly loyal in the service of Hashem, when they tolerate the times when others rule over them and embarrass them for it. They will be rewarded by the Creator for this, as we know from the story of, of Elio, who was pursued by Yezevel, and similar with Yermio, who was persecuted by the rulers of his, of his generation. And he said two things over here. I think the second point, where he just kind of throws it in, it's part of it, I think is more important. It seems to be, this is the sixth reason, <clears throat> maybe it's the seventh if, if I'm understanding him wrong, but perhaps one of the most important reasons why a Kaddish Baruch makes wicked people prosper Right, besides all these reasons, is the top reason for the people who are learning, working on bitachon, is what? Is to test us in our bitachon. When we see a wicked person prospering, what do we think? What do we feel? How do we act? Do we have bitachon and trust that a Kaddish Baruch Hu means well, it's good? Okay, I'm going to have to work on that a little bit. It's a struggle for me, but I'm going to work on that. Or do I say, yeah, what's the point of this stuff anyway? Look at this guy. Look at this guy. This wicked guy, he's getting all this money, he's getting all this fame, all this stuff. I'm done, I'm out of here. I can't do this anymore. It's a test, it's to test us. How do we feel when we see these people, when this is happening? So these are all reasons. In this instance, he says, the wicked are prosperous in order to tempt those people who are until now were only wicked and private to do so publicly so that others will be aware of their true colors. So be very careful. Because if we start to lose our bitachan on this, it's a telltale sign. Right? A Kaddish Baruch tests us. Not to hurt us, but to let us know where we're holding. And sometimes a person, if he's not holding at a nice high place, he's embarrassed. And he tries to hide things. And we don't know where he can end up. It's not so much to test us. It's the opportunity for Hashem to bring out their true colors. It's the same thing. Who's they and who's us? Yeah. We learn that all, that's what every test is. Every test is to bring out a person's toch. I'm, I'm a failure. I, I don't, I don't truly, but I, I see the wicked, I see the wicked as prospering. But I'm behaving like a good Jewish boy. I don't like, I don't like this uh, scene. I want to bring out who truly I am. So he'll, he'll get me to say, wow, in public, that this uh, wicked person is prospering. That, that's a great light life to lead, to lead. So then I, I now reveal to the world that I'm truly not this great guy. So, so it's giving Hashem the opportunity to bring out my true colors. It's not testing me. It's, it's, the, it's giving Hashem that... Am I clear? No. I'm not clear. Maybe a real... I'm, I'm not being tested. I, uh, I, I, I don't... I, I see this wicked person as truly... Um, Leaving the great life. That's the life I want to lead. But I'm not going to say that. Hey, and shul him, and then the guys are going to, uh, going to come after me. For Pause for a second. Right? The, that, the information is coming into you. A wicked person prospering? Yes. That's a test? Or no? Is that, a call? is that considered a test? Yeah, but I'm failing that test. Okay, but is that a test? Yes, of course. Okay, good, test. keep going. I just want to make sure we're, yeah, we're in the class. I'm failing that test. Okay, you failed the I test. I wish I lead that life. I wish I had okay. Tests, okay? but Okay. But I don't say it. Okay. So then Hashem says, I don't like this situation. I don't like that I am putting up a show. 
So I'm going to therefore somehow get me, Hashem is going to get me to say it in public, I wish I had that life. I'm missing. I'm, I'm not getting... That's what it says here. The first half? There was the first half and the second half. To do Let, so public, those people who are, until now were only wicked in private, right? In private I would just think that this guy is doing great. To do so publicly, I'm going to say it publicly so that others will be aware of my... You'll say things publicly or you will do acts, you'll leave... I'll, I'll follow this guy. That was the first half. Then the second half seems to be changed, or I'm saying, let's go to reason number seven. How about, can we just go to reason number seven? Six is done. Let's go to number seven. Reason number seven, why wicked people prosper, is to test our bitachon. Done. Well, don't worry about six right now. Does that make sense? But if I take that, if it was the first part of it, it was the first part of that, it was the first part of that, was that he flunked. Yeah, okay. Yeah, He's saying flunked. once he flunked, it's not a test. Hashem doesn't like that. Hashem wants to me to come out with my true colors. So that's why. That's a reason why um, the wicked people prosper, so that I can <coughs> show like, show my true colors. Flunked. Okay, his true colors. Six yeah. A. Good. It's all about you. We're all good. Okay. <clears throat> so let's discuss this this question for a second. Person has this problem. Why is it the wicked people prosper? What's the question? Where is it coming from? What's the motivation for this question? Of course. No, it's from me. It's from me. It doesn't it doesn't stem from me. Either because of my gaiva or because because why is he having and I don't have or I don't understand. It is it is an imbalance or a, something that's off within me that doesn't allow me to see what's happened to the other guy, Kaviachal through Hashem's eyes. Okay. Hold on. Yechiel said the same thing, but I want to go slow. You guys are very, you're taught well. You taught us. I don't know if I taught you well. Ravi taught you well. But listen, the, the, let's go slow. We're going to get there. That's good. That's the answer. The, the classic reason why people are bothered, or at least they'll say, why, how can we wicked people prosper? Wicked people prosper. Intellectually, this philosophically does not make sense. How could this be? How could a wicked person prosper? It's against all of Torah. It's against mitzvahs. So this doesn't make any sense. It's, uh, I have some philosophical angst. Existentialism, fancy words. That's what people think that these questions are. Right? But that can't be. Because when you go home later today, and you give one of your children a toy or a candy... And then the other kid comes and says, Tati, why'd you give that, that girl the candy? Well, the answer is, I'm the parent and I, and I have my cheshbonos. I, I have a reason for that. You get what you get and you don't get upset. No, but Tati, you don't understand. She hit me yesterday. She's a Russia. How could you give her a candy? So what would you say back? You're the parent. Pretend, pretend you're parents for a second. She well, deserved it. She deserves you didn't, or you don't understand everything that's going on. This is you don't know what's going. You don't know what she did yesterday. Mm. You have no don't idea. Say I love her more than you. You would say that. <laughs> don't I said don't. Oh, say that. <laughs> yeah, we're not. Deal with that one. <laughs> Rabbi, I have, I have a question. Wait, in the yeah. I'm just saying. Okay. 
we'll get back to this. Why do people prosper and, and they're using wealth? That's, that's subjective. That, that's not objective. Meaning this, if a person has wealth, so if, if he has a broken marriage, if, he, if his kids don't talk to him, if he has sicknesses, you know, whatever the case may be, that doesn't... This is talking about wealth as, as, as the overall, this is why he's... Financial wealth. Yeah, financial wealth. about wealth yeah, in life. So, so you could say to yourself, Okay, so this guy has money, but, he, but his, his personal life is a complete is, disaster. Not just you of know? course you could say that, but that's... We're going to get there. What is that doing? It's the one that's most obvious. Hold on. That one. That reason you're saying. Yeah. I mean, that's it, obvious. It, 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 could, it could apply to everything else you just said. But, but, but what people have, seemingly, is what's most obvious to you. And that's the wealth is most obvious. Yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's the thing that you could most obviously look at and say it's not fair. Hold on. So, <clears throat> one second, one second. We'll get back, we'll get back to that. Give, 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 me, give, give me a minute. One second. Hold on. Let's just go play my game with me. Yeah? A few more minutes to play my games. So you have this, you have this, this kid who asks, he doesn't, they don't understand why they're being chose, uh, uh, treated differently. They don't understand. The parent says, I have bonus. But then the kid says, but that kid who you gave to sinned. He hit me. Right? <clears throat> Everybody here understands that a parent, if he's healthy and well, makes decisions to, and understands the sugya bigger and what the other kids, what they've done, what they will do, what they, who needs what. Everybody, everybody knows that. That's being a parent. Hopefully we know that. Right? So then, if we know that, what's the question we have on God? Why is this wicked person prospering? Hashem says, these are all my children and I have cheshbonos. You said that to your kid, so I'm saying that to you. We all know that intellectually. We don't, we're not really bothered by that. I mean, if we are, then ask a, you have a kasha on yourself. Because if you would deal with your children like that, how could you ask a kasha on God? That's the same question your kid asked you, and you got angry. Stop asking the question to Kodesh Baruch. He's going to get angry at you. Very clear, right? How could we ask such questions? So then, so then what's bothering us? Because we all know that intellectually. We all know that. If we would stop for a second, we'd be like, you know, talk, it's true. We really don't know the cheshbonos. We have no idea. Google this, Google that. We don't know this person from anything. It looks like he's doing well. Maybe he's got all this other stuff going on. We don't know. So why are we bothered? Why does it bother us when our neighbor gets the bigger house or the Tesla or the guy down the hall gets the raise and we don't get the raise when we think he's a Russia? What's really bothering us? Stop, sir, stop. HaKadosh Baruch has cheshbonos. He's the big tati. That doesn't usually work so well. So that's not what's bothering us. So we have to understand this very, very carefully. Yechiel said it. Everybody really knows it. Moshe said it. You know what the problem is? It's an emotional question. Why is this person getting what he's getting? I'm bothered. It's not intellectual. It's not a cold intellectual question. It's not a philosophical question. I'm bothered. I'm jealous. Why is he getting the covet? I'm not getting the covet. Why do people like him? They don't like me. I'm so much better than him. He's a joke. He's a jerk. What's going on over here? <clears throat> That's the question that people really ask. Because now what the Chavaz Vavaz is talking about. Chavaz Vavaz is talking about a very clear, intellectual, philosophical, cold question. That either happy talchon or I'll give you a few reasons. But um, this is like an Agav point, but it's very important in the sugya. 
That's not why we're asking the question. That's not what bothers me. That's not what's eating me up inside day after day, looking at my neighbor, looking at my coworker, looking at this guy in the yeshiva or whatever place. That's, it's because I'm jealous. No one admits that to themselves. Because I'm, I'm a Balgaiva. Nobody admits that to themselves. Now, what's the problem? <laughs> if you don't know what's really causing your problems, you can't just say, oh, let's just work on Bitochon and it'll all go away. It don't work like that. I know the words doesn't, I know. It doesn't work like that. Bitochon can help any and every situation. It can. But if you're going to use Bitochon in the wrong place, just calm down. Everything the Kaddish Baruch does is for the best. That, right? Bitochon. Let's, um, this guy, this Russia, how could he be? Sorry, getting choked up. Thank you. How could it be this guy's getting what he's getting? No. Hashem is good. Everything is for the best. Just, go, just don't look. But I'm still on fire. That doesn't help. If I don't come to the point where maybe I'm jealous of this guy, whoever admits that to themselves? Right? There's a midos. So yeah. You know, wait, 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 wait. wait. It's a, the whole thing. Yeah. The whole thing stems back from the way someone's brought up. Anybody who walks around worried about whether your shlaimi over there is making more money, who cares? Fine, but a lot who of people... Good, so let's teach our we kids that. You don't know what's coming down... You're right. You don't know what's coming down the track for this guy. You could turn around and the train is speeding along and the next morning you find out he's gone. You're right, you're right, you're right. You're saying that jealousy is not a lack of being talked on, it's a separate parsha. I it, think it's a sickness. Everything at its root... Anything that bothers me at its root is a bitachon issue. Okay. The problem is it's not straight. It's not straight. You need to first admit to your jealousy. Then you need to work on how I shouldn't be a jealous person because HaKadosh Baruch is good and he gives me what I'm supposed to have and he gives him what he's supposed to have. And then that can neutralize it. Does it one second, one second, one second. Just make sure that everybody understands what I'm saying. So your lack of bitachon is manifest in a form of jealousy. Manifesting itself, and if we don't know that, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to go bitachon to the situation. Wait a second. We're going to go from bitachon to the situation instead of bitachon to my jealousy to the situation. Train station has to stop first. There. Ben adam lamakom, ben adam ben adam Listen carefully. I have a ben adam lechaver problem, or that's really what's happening. I'm jealous of this person. That's the emes. One second. One second. One second. Hold the question. Write it down if you need to. Ben adam lamakom. HaKadosh Baruch everything he does is for the best. Right. <coughs> I have exactly what I should have. I have, I have everything in, in monetar- monetarily, uh, socially. I shouldn't, I'm not lacking kavod, I'm not lacking stuff. HaKadosh Baruch I trust the Baruch I have everything I have. Therefore, I have no reason to be bothered by this person. But if you just try to go from an Adam Lemakam to an Adam Lechavero, it doesn't always work. One second, one second. yeah. Wait, does everybody, does that make sense? Was that not clear? Am I wrong? Okay, yeah. But you're, you taught us a while back. Yeah. yeah so you have to look, it, it is your jealousy. But what does your jealousy stem from? So, so you said a while back, our expectations, right? Why do we have expectations? Should we have expectations? What, you know, what, what are the expectations? And our jealousy stems from the fact that we've set ourselves up with expectations that we believe we're quote-unquote entitled to. Okay. Right? Yeah. And, and since we don't get those expectations that we're entitled to, now we're jealous that other people do. Okay. Okay. It, so that's what you're talking about. The essence is the jealousy. You're agreeing? 
agree 100%. Oh, okay, good. I don't know where everybody's... <laughs> I don't know if you were attacking me or agreeing with me. Just tell me. Which is a problem. Correct. 100%. Exactly. Exactly. This is good. We are setting this... This is good, yeah? Are you arguing or agreeing? Okay, thank you. It's a very simple algorithm. If the midas are out of whack, then the bitachon doesn't have a landing place. Correct. 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 That's because that's my ben milabi, ben adam la'atzmo. If the adam la'atzmo is over here, when it should be over here, then the, then the bitachon that needs to be landing over here has nowhere to go. Exactly. That's a un- no, 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 no. According, uh, causing <laughs> the lack of bitachon, <laughs> as opposed to the bitachon is co- causing a lack of the meat. How's the side of the room going? No, the, no. the, the meters have to be right first. David, you don't right, but don't the meters get all messed up because of your bad operating system, which doesn't have bitachon? If you had a proper operating system of Vitachon, your Midas would be okay. You're saying your Midos are messing up your operating system? I'm following the system that Rav Yuri said. We will discuss. We're going to have a long We're gonna have a long conversation afterwards. Not bad. We just need to... Oh, you understand what I'm saying? I'm not sure. <laughs> but you missed the first 40 Shirim. <laughs> right? So we have to talk. We've got to catch you up. It's okay. I'm sorry. No, there's nothing wrong, but... Bemis, Bemis, you should just know. Bemis. Almost every single shear, based on this sefer, we have been building. So like, that's why, from the back, you taught us in shear 26, because I'm trying, and it's Hashem, see the Shmaya, straight down here to here, is to go slowly, or you're going this way, to build. So you're coming in the, really in the middle. Oh. But I have, we have all the shirms saved. <laughs> they're, on, they're on Spotify, they're on Apple, they're saved. I have them on my phone. <laughs> so the MS is. Who I thought you just started. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, no, I'm not kidding. Oh, when it's a year and a half. A year and a half we've been doing this. A year and a half since last Sukkis. Two Sukkis ago. We're yeah. on page 99. Right? Okay. You do like one page a day. So <laughs> that's okay. This is this is okay. Now. That's right. We've got another four years left. Does everybody? Where we go? You see, we have to build slowly because if you build too fast, you miss pipes. We're trying to, I'm trying to get it clear. Do we understand? So a lot of the times that we have these problems and wicked prospering is just one type of question. Be careful to know what is your motive? What's really bothering you? That's not simple. That's not really the world to be talking necessarily. That's called Das Atzmacha. It's a whole other set of shirim. It could be more in what Rebbe's doing on Friday. Ayeka, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure what that safer is. Thank you for mentioning me. You're welcome. <laughs> You're right on time, actually. <laughs> but that's a sukkah of das atzmacha. And my point is, is that if we don't understand where things are coming from, we might say, oh, this bitachon thing's not working. But we're not using the medicine properly. First, we have to know ourselves, and then we can use the tools to properly align and fill in our gaps. All right, which was open to show. Thanks, Jim. When I came here, it seemed like you were beginning a certain sugya. We have, there are sub sugyas within here, so I'm trying to, because I'm, it's a lemur. No, no, you understand. There's, I think this is actually sheer number.